something mystical about it. I just like mm-hmm. the tone. I like there's something very hypnotizing about it. And I think I also wanted to use some instruments which are that you don't hear as much in pop music. I, I don't necessarily consider what I'm doing pop, but it's not experimental as well, and it's not classical. I kind of mix many different things together. In this episode, I'm talking to Gita about her music project, Bell Scar. Hello. Hi. Hi. Gita, is it Gita? Gita, yes. Gita. So lovely to meet you here on Zoom. Yes, lovely to meet you. Thank you for having me. It's wonderful. It's Thank you for your time. Um, I, I've, I've read that you are um, a multi-instrumentalist, you are a singer, you are a songwriter, you are a very talented musician. And, um, and tell me about this project that you have, uh, that you're doing, Bell Scar. Uh, well, at the moment, I'm uh, making an album um, yeah. with all the, the, the material. So basically, I decided to take, um, uh, yeah, slightly a, a, a different direction and uh, with more orchestration and more arrangements uh, because I've always uh, loved uh, music that has like choir and strings. Um, so I kind of wanted to have those elements in um in this music that I was writing. Uh, so I just kind of started uh, getting into, um, yeah, just kind of getting into a certain zone of like having the ideas come together. When you write music, you just kind of, sometimes it's a melody, sometimes it's uh, just, it's more abstract. Sometimes it's just like a mood. So you see like colors, you see images, and then it kind of develops into uh some melody patterns or harmonies or or it becomes uh, chord progressions for a song so I kind of decided having that in mind that I wanted to have the arrangements really up front so when I started writing the material um, I just kind of like had ideas a lot about the the vocal arrangements so um, I just started kind of layering layering uh, different uh, harmonies and then kind of like doing a lot of layers and then I was like oh okay I'm starting to get somewhere where I find that very interesting um, so yeah so I started developing uh, a lot of that with the stories and having uh, ideas for visuals at the same time yeah so it evolved basically yes yeah because yeah. This, this is um something that i thought about also uh, um, a while ago was that uh, say for example a musician you spend a lot of time on your own you spend a lot of time practicing and you know and, and, and when you compose of course you're also doing it alone um how does your mind then um think bigger you know like like uh, um adding people adding musicians to your to your concept mm-hmm. um well i guess once i kind of start to really develop the song so i need that time um that big chunk of time on my own to really get all like the the basic of what I want uh, musically. Um, then after that, um, uh, 
um, I kind of have ideas of sounds of instruments that I want. So like, um, like the instruments that were mainly the core of like this album that I'm working on. Like I knew that organs uh, with the piano mixed both of them together, Wurlitzer sounds were going to be very present uh, because I love the organ sound and I wanted to kind of blend it in. And I knew that um, I wanted to have strings also on it. Uh, and then for the rest, it was kind of, it was kind of like open a bit to see what's going to work. But I also knew like for the rhythm part that I wanted something uh, more cinematic. So I knew I wanted something very, uh, very tribal with like percussions and floor tums. I, I That was quite defined a bit of the type of sounds that I wanted. But um, yeah, but it, it was still a bit abstract. And then that's where you need other people to come in and to kind of like understand a bit what you your vision is and what you want um and then after that kind of like uh, have their skills and their um yeah their input in in the music uh so i've been really really uh fortunate to be able to uh work uh with my husband who's a, a really really good uh producer and um he's also a uh, really good musician as well. So he helped me to uh, write the string arrangements. He's very good. He's got a huge background uh, in many things from rock and roll to classical music. So uh, he really helped to write uh, the arrangements. We did, he, she did an amazing job. So that, that was really good. And um, we work also with a, with a drummer uh, who did some percussions as well. And then I kind of, um, yeah, I kind of told him a bit the direction that I wanted and then we tried things together like frame drums and then some Glock as well, which really worked well on some songs. So then we kind of developed that. Um, and yeah, I've just surrounded uh, myself with some lovely people that were really interested in the project. Um, and then um, we just kind of developed it from there. So. Now the whole lineup is, yes, so there's percussion, there's some strings. Um, my husband also plays some guitars on certain songs. Uh, we have some bass. Uh, so I do all the piano, the organs, all the vocal arrangements. And yeah, and there's different, there's some mandolin on some songs. There's So yeah, so we're still in kind of like that process of recording. Yeah. So we might add, you know, I might decide that I want to have something else because it's still, in, in the making, but yes, it's kind of coming together. Well, you've mentioned now two instruments that I've just recently uh, spoke to musicians um, about, and this is the organ and the mandolin. And you know, these are two instruments that, um, well, this, he, I actually last week spoke to the first organist, um, and it's, it's uh, you know, I was saying that it's an instrument that you know about but you don't uh hear you know you don't meet a lot of organists you know it's not not yeah. a very uh, it's not an instrument that you um sort of you know it's not like the violin you 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 see a lot of violinists and and pianists and so on uh so it's interesting for me that you now say that you incorporated that sound what what is it about the organ that you like something mystical about it. I just like mm -hmm. the tone. I like, there's something very hypnotizing about it. And I think I also wanted to use some instruments which are, that you don't hear as much in pop music. I, I don't 
necessarily consider what I'm doing pop, but it's not experimental as well. And it's not classical. I kind of mix many different things together, but I kind of wanted in like, in, in the songwriting, I just thought that it could be, it would be interesting to have these types of sounds that have a very, um, yeah, there's something very mystical about it, very hypnotizing. And I really like that. And I really wanted to, to have that effect in the sounds chosen that I really wanted to, to, um, yeah, it's textures that, and, and it really makes you feel something. So that's what I wanted to do with all the different songs. There's some of them that have more of like a, a more hypnotic feel to it and other, it has more of like a cinematic, more magical with like the, the, um, the vocal uh, arrangements and things. And I think the organ just kind of has something very deep, very interesting about it. Yeah, um, I, I, I love the organ. So. Yeah, and, yeah. and um, also uh, that you mentioned the, the mandolin, because I, uh, when I spoke to the mandolinist, he, uh, I said, my, my, uh, you know, if I, if, if I hear the instrument mandolin, then I always imagine this medieval uh, man <laughs> playing the mandolin <laughs> and the princess in the castle. And it has this romantic idea. Is this yeah. what, what you find also with? Yeah, with the yeah, no, I, to I to totally agree. <laughs> yeah. And I think also that it's, it's, you have all like these, um, yeah, these these references of, of like instruments yeah. of a certain time. And it really kind of makes you think that. And I think that's what's interesting. It's kind of like bringing those elements, but into something more modern and to something quite different and to kind of see what you can do with it. So that's why I also like the glockenspiel also is an instrument, the sound I love. And I thought that's also like a very mystical, very interesting sound, which yeah, I find in in a lot of like more like the the pop music, rock music, alternative music that you don't have these elements. And I kind of wanted to to add all of that and to kind of see what what the story is going to be, what the final sound is going to be, because I think it's all interesting textures, sound textures. But you don't all, you don't just use the sound. You also um... Uh, very visual because I saw that also um, you know what you wear and and how you present yourself is also very uh, interesting very creative so oh, um, is that yeah is that also something that is done on purpose uh, or or is it just come is just part of of who you are I would say it's part of a it's a bit of both in the sense that it is a part of who I am, but on the other um, side, it's also something that's that I kind of think about and I kind of like to um, I like to kind of push that a bit, the visual side and, and get certain elements like I'm really interested, like I mentioned about like sound textures for music, but I'm also interested in textures visually, though um, I really don't consider myself a visual artist. I did. I did a bit of, of some uh, fine arts in school and, and, and film studies and uh, all of that, but I didn't pursue that. I'm really more of a musician, but I do like, um, and I think that in the latest years, I've developed that kind of reconnecting to the visual um, side and wanting to develop that. So I kind of, um, I kind of like that being, uh, I would consider it more like artistic, 
direction where it's kind of like getting elements of of the environment with with um uh designs set designs and then working with people that uh have um also interesting ideas and then we kind of build it up together um so yeah so there's some that i have done a, a lot of like research and just kind of fabric is also something i use a lot like i love uh textures and fabric so i've been kind of just yeah i love going to like fabric shops and like seeing oh this is unusual this is interesting i could kind mm -hmm. of see that somehow in 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 like the um, in the bigger picture of the music and the visual together so 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 yeah and i and i've been lucky also to work with some really really great um uh costume designers uh set designers whose work um who's worked with me and have been very loyal and have and really understood what i wanted so i'm, I'm really fortunate uh to have that uh and then i've also worked with some really great uh makeup artists photographers so to really help kind of get some of the ideas there but uh so yes i would say it is it is part like i i do like to kind of get into uh a certain place where you can allow yourself and that's what's great about doing art is you can allow yourself to do anything you want to you can be whatever it is that you want to be you can express whatever it is you want to express and i just thought that since also um what my music is very introspective uh it's not like your typical happy pop song though no, no. there is a lot of hope in there i think that there's a positive hope um message in my music but um it has some melancholic some very dreamy some it has different emotions the different experience so i thought that um with a visual that's kind of like very interesting it kind of makes people experience something that uh, it's very introspective, but at the same time, very magical. And, and you can kind of experience something just quite different and personal. Yeah, no, I totally agree with you. And I think it's, we are visually um, inclined, you know, we, 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 we like the visuals as well as, as hearing. But now it, you come from a classical background um i read that you uh, started playing the piano yes at five uh, yeah yeah so how was that uh or, or how did that um uh, work i mean uh, did you did you do classical training further on in your life uh no i didn't actually i think i started off that way but i thought it was very hard at a young age yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> i think i think that but you know, saying that, like back then, it was a bit of a struggle, but I'm really happy today because it did give me that background, which kind of has come back in my life later on. Um, but yeah, no, I did. I, I think that element has always been inside of me. Like I love, I've always loved classical music, but uh, I don't think I had the the mind state and the 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 i was a little bit too uh, uh how would we say a bit too all over the place and too much in my imagination to kind yeah. of be able to focus and to really play and i think that uh yeah it's not it's not for everyone and then that's why i took more of a direction when i was a teenager to write my own poetry and then write my own 
um, my own songs, my own story. So I think that kind of felt more natural for me and to be able to express things a bit looser and, and classical music is quite, uh, it's hard because there's a lot of rules and there's a lot of things. And if you're not in that mind state, then you can't really appreciate it and you can't, yes. And I think it was just not for me at that time. Um, yeah. So I've kind of taken more of a singer songwriter uh, writing my own things. Yeah. And then I went more into alternative music uh electronic music and i've explored many different things but now the, the the musicians that you work with because you you use very classical instruments as well mm -hmm. uh, do you work with musicians who are all classically trained yes for the strings yes really? um yes the strings um the, the the string quartet with who i've played with um yeah they were they were just brilliant uh, so I kind of I kind of like playing with uh, people from different backgrounds. So you do have some, and then I have some um, opera singers that do the backing vocals in um, in uh, in my music. So so I do have some, and then I have other people that are more into uh, more of a rock uh, background, oh, more alternative, yeah. all of that. So I kind of like working with both because you get yeah. a, a very um, a very interesting mix but because i do like the, the 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 passion and like the rougher side of um also the more alternative side as well which which there's something very um yeah just just more a little bit edgier that i kind of like mixing with the beauty of the classical music yeah mm. yeah i would i would put it that way yeah, because I and, and during this whole pandemic, I was actually asking also this question that um, for young classical musicians, I mean, of course, it's exactly like you're saying, you know, they've got also a lot of pressure on them to perform and to do do something a specific way, you know, and they, they have to do competitions and and in their training. Yet, I wonder if it's not... Um, this time gave them the opportunity to be more free and to do more their own thing. And, and like you're saying now that you are totally free, you're doing it the way you want to do. These musicians, these classically trained musicians, uh, do they find it easy to go, you know, it's, it's, because you've got this freedom, do you think it's for them easy to understand this from you? I, th I think for probably some, yes, I think... Um, I think that can apply for, for anyone. I think when you want to experiment something and whatever the background, um, I think, I think it is possible. Like I know a few of uh, the musicians that I've played with, they also have some side projects where they do experimental things. And a lot of string players now experiment also with some pedals and some effects and things. So they mm, kind yeah. of do mm. also, which I think that's brilliant. Um, and yeah, I think, I think it's, it's um it depends what people want or feel they need to express you know and perhaps there's some people that uh they express so intensely in what they're playing that they don't necessarily need to do something different and i guess it's a personal journey that's how i see it and i think um for me it's always been about renewal and i always need to kind of always move forward and always do something slightly a bit different than what i've done um, but 
there's some other artists that I think they're quite comfortable in something and they really like that and they want to express certain things and they're quite fulfilled. And I think at the end of the day, it's whatever works for you and, and how you feel that you're expressing something. And if you're, you're, you're because it's a release and oh. it's, yeah, it's a very personal thing. So I couldn't speak for the others, but I know for myself that the renewal part is very, very important for me to kind mm. of always do something different and experiment and try different things. Yeah. Now, I, I, I agree with you there, I think, and it's also necessary, you know, and I, um, I do see some musicians, you know, classically trained musicians who totally are in their zone and they're doing their thing. But, but I do, I've heard of a very, of, you know, many young musicians now who are doing, who are experimenting and who are doing yeah. other things as well, which I think is great. And I think in this way, you also um, attract a, a younger audience because they are introduced into these instruments and the the sound or the the melodies, and you know to to attract them to be more interested in different mm. types of music. I love that yeah. idea. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I do too. If you can yeah. introduce things, and then it makes people curious about, oh, this is yeah. references from something, and then they kind of it, it expands uh, knowledge and I think that's that's really good and especially in art there's just so much that you can yeah and I, and I really like that idea it really feels that you can fusion things and you can mix things and I think anything can be done well if it's done you know if it's done um, in, in yeah if it if it, it has like an interesting approach to it then I think anything yeah. can, can be can be good if it's well you know, worked on. Well, I, I spoke to a young pianist, uh, Charlie Albright, and he played in Carnegie Hall some concerto on the piano. And afterwards, for his encore, he did um, Great Balls of Fire. He played mm. Great Balls of Fire. And yeah. I absolutely love that that uh, that he did that in in such a hall with with the audience that came for a, a you know to listen to a piano concerto and yeah. because music I think is you know it's all um, it's uh, that you know, say rock music has also their wonderful um, uh, what do you say? The, the, you know, like the, the genre has got beautiful music as well. And it's also can be played in, in any setting, really. Mm -hmm. So, but now you are in the UK and, yep. um, but originally you are from Canada. Yes, Montreal. Yeah, from Montreal. Yes. So what yes. brought you to the UK? Um, I needed uh, I needed uh, some change. Uh, yeah. I think I had yeah. grown out of Montreal. I kind of felt that I was limited. Um, and then I went, uh, I organized a tour on my own. I was off for two months around Europe. Uh, and then my last stop was in England. And then that's where I met uh, my husband. And uh, yeah, it just... Mm -hmm. So <laughs> it brought me here. I was, I was ready for a change and then life just kind of happened. Yeah. Yeah. And then I decided to stay here. <laughs> I love love stories and that sounds like a very good fun for me. Yes. Yes. No, it was, um, it was really good. Everything's about timing. 
in life. Yeah. And uh, yes, I I really wanted to come to to Europe and there's so much more opportunities I find in London. It's just, there's so much happening. And, and I think it's great because I get to see so many great shows, so many from like music to exhibitions to it's, it's yeah, London is great for that. So I'm really embracing yeah. all of that. So, so yeah, so I'm quite happy that things uh, worked out that way. And then I'm here yeah. now and yeah, I feel at home. <laughs> and uh, the, the, um, the pressure on musicians in London, um, do you find it that the, there's a lot of competition and that it's a bit more difficult to get into the market? Well, I think it's like that everywhere, honestly. I think now with um, everything online, I think that there's just so much um, because now everyone can release their music, their art online, which which is great. So it gives opportunities to everyone, but now there's just so much of it. And I think a lot of people are uh, a bit bombarded with like the whole yeah. social media and like things here. So you don't get to really get in depth into what people do. You just kind of scroll and see things. So I think, I think it's not so much about a place, but it's more about, yeah, the whole world is all online now. And there's just, so much happening so it's very hard for you as an artist to say hello I'm here I want to share yeah. what I'm doing yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I think after that it's just a question of you know just you just do your best yeah. you just try different things and you see what works um, and as for uh, I think being in London on the contrary it just gives you there's many opportunities um, for people to play so I think yeah. that's always a good thing um, so even if there's a lot, but there's still a lot of opportunities to do things. If you want to perform, you can. Um, so, so there's that. But yeah, I think it's it's something that's quite that's quite tricky for um, the whole online world for 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 musicians, and also because people don't buy music anymore and they just stream it. And so it's it's playlists. It's so it's it's very hard for people to 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 really get into something so I think also that's why I kind of wanted to to really do an album and to kind of so that people that will appreciate it they'll be able to listen to it from beginning to the end and really get into a world um because I don't want to be the the type of artist that you just listen to like a quick single and then you just scroll through something else like even if it's even if it's doesn't you know get a big mainstream audience, but I'd much prefer that people will really be involved and will listen to it that are interested, of course, and hopefully they'll enjoy it. Yeah, but this is also why I do these interviews is because I think it's also important to talk about you know what you are doing and why you are doing it. And now already for me, just listening to what you're saying from what I saw on Instagram is also a completely different picture that I have now of your music. And it makes me also very interested into listening now. Oh, and I think sometimes, you. yeah, definitely. I think this is, uh, this is what I, my, my whole objective is, is to not just have this, um, you know, online, like you say, people just scroll, 
but but when we start when we stop a while and just hear what the artists are saying why they're doing this what 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 is the meaning of all this then it also brings a different uh feel to it and a different interest in into it and uh so far, I mean, I've spoken to over 300 artists already, and each one of them have something so interesting to offer and such an interesting story. And I think um, that also has to go out in the world, you know, to, to understand yeah. what the work and the, the input that you are doing. We, I think we sometimes listen to music, but we don't understand what goes on behind this you know, and the time frame and and all the work that goes into just producing one single, like you say, or an album. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. it's important that people start understanding that as well, you know, because mm -hmm. I think this brings also a different appreciation. Yeah, no, I totally agree. And I mm -hmm. think that's really great what you're doing. And, and thank you for giving that platform for people to to explain a bit what they're doing. I think that's, yeah. that's really, really great. Um, but yet it's, it feels that it's, it's always a bit tricky because um, we live in a time where people's attention is just, we're, we're all so distracted yeah. by so many things. And so it's, it's, it's very hard to kind of just be and to kind of let yourself, you have to kind of, yeah, it feels that it's something that, um, that, is, that is harder to get people's attention and I think that's also why I wanted to do something that's a bit like more um uh, a bit grander in the sense because mm. I wanted people to experience something so when when I do the shows which I don't perform as much because since now it's a bigger production um it requires so much work to um to plan and to organize and to get everyone on board um but I really want people that they come there and they experience something and I get their attention, but it's also something special. It's not just, um, yes, another, another concert. Uh, yeah. So, so yeah, so that's also something that kind of stayed in my mind. I'm like, okay, I want to do, because I've been performing for years and years, like different things, solo with keyboards, uh, solo on the piano, more acoustic. I have had bands, all of that. And then I'm like, you know what? I want to do something that's slightly a bit more magical where, you know, it's from like, like you mentioned earlier about like, about my costume, about uh, the lighting, about the mood, all the musicians having um, those, the singers with who I work with, which are fantastic, having uh, that, all of that together. And so that people can really experience something and forget about the like, whew, the pace yeah. at which life is, is going is so fast. Yeah, and especially with online, it kind of accelerates everything. You feel pressure of, oh, I have to release something. I have to do something or else I'm going to lose people's attention or all of that. And when you think about it, it's, it's you know, it's, it's, it's a bit ridiculous because you don't want to have to rush things just to kind of feel that you're still in the loop of yeah. um, what's going on. Mm. No, I, I agree. And I also think that uh, we we sense this on Instagram, you know, this, this, uh, you can sense it, uh, that, that there is this rush or this urgency, because I think many artists realize this, you know, that people 
we need you need people's attention for it but i think in time i think you know things like this have an energy as well and your energy is is wonderful to to think about what you're doing and and that you want to create a experience of it and i think that's wonderful i really um admire you for that and uh, i would oh, i would thank so you love very to, kind. Well, i think you should come to vienna because i would love to see one of your concerts <laughs> i would love to <laughs> <laughs> I would love to. We we have to put the wish out here and and um, make the wish that you come to Vienna because that would be great. So oh. yeah. But um, it was Gita. It was so lovely to talk to you and um, and you too. Thank you so much. I will really be following you with very much interest. I love this project of yours and. Um, and yeah, keep me updated when you have yes, a sponsor. I will something. send you the album when it's ready. Oh, that would be great. <laughs> that would be wonderful. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Oh, that would be so wonderful. Of so, uh, but maybe one day we'll we'll see each other in, in Vienna. Okay. You I would love to know. go play there. <laughs> yeah. Yes. You let me know when you come. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure. And thank you so much for your time. This was wonderful. No problem. Okay. Have a lovely day. Thank you. You too. Bye. Bye.